guys, and welcome back to another episode of Storytime with X. I'm your host, Christina Lucille, but you can call me X. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about how do you measure success. My goal for this podcast episode is to get you to really think about your life and what you consider successful. And what I want you to realize is that no matter if you don't have everything in life, your life will be as perfect as you make it. So let's just jump right in. So I want you to ask yourself, what do you consider successful? And at what age is it appropriate to reach this level of success? And once you reach your level of success, then what? Once you accomplish your goals and your dreams, what is next? So I'm asking, what do you consider a successful person? Is it a job title? Is it college degrees? Is it financial stability, owning a home, or having a family? What makes you happy? And how will achieving your goals make you happier? I just want to briefly apologize. I am recording this earlier than I usually do. I usually record this late at night when I'm all alone and the world is quiet, but due to my schedule and my job, I do have to wake up at 3.30 in the morning tomorrow. So I have to record right now. It's currently 6 p.m. on Tuesday. This will go up on Wednesday. And unfortunately, the neighbor kids are already driving me nuts because they are screaming and you can hear it in the background. So I just want to briefly apologize. So I'm gonna give you or ask you a question, and then I will give you an example in my life. So I'm asking you, what makes you happy? And how will achieving your goals make you happier? So I'm going to go back to when I was 18, and I moved out of my mom's house, and I started bouncing around from house to house to house, dropping in and out of college. I was a college dropout. And it was mainly because I was so focused on finding a place to live. Becoming successful and getting good grades was always a method of survival to me, and I learned it very, very early. My mom really wanted me to get good grades and graduate high school. Neither of my parents ever pushed me towards college. It was never something that was instilled in my head. However, it was very, very, very important to my mom to graduate high school. So she had very, very high standards for me. I absolutely had to have straight A's. And if not, I already knew what the consequences were going to be and they were not going to be good. So early on in my life, I knew better. I knew that in order to survive in my household, I had to get good grades. And people in high school used to always tell me, oh my God, you're so smart. Oh, you're so smart. You should do this. Like when I would tell people that I wanted to be a cop, I remember my friend, I'm going to call him M. Um, when he found out I wanted to be a police officer, he looked at me and said, wow, what a waste of a brain. And I was actually very insulted because I was like, what do you mean? Like, how am I a waste of a brain? I'm going to be a police officer. I'm going to go do good things. Like, I just found it very insulting to me and police officers around. And I never understood what he meant by that. But what I realized is that M saw something in me that I did not see for myself And that is that I never realized how smart I was. And I'm not trying to be cocky or anything like that, but I truly never considered myself a smart person. In high school, my senior year, I was placed with the two smartest boys in the class 
in our like algebra two class, we were in the back and we had our own study group. Everyone in the other, in the class was learning one topic, but we were teaching ourselves like advanced math and the teacher would come check in on us. And even then, even though I was in like this little special group of math, cause I love math. I still didn't believe I was a smart person. I just believe that I got good grades because of the fact that I studied so hard. Because if I didn't, my mom would beat the shit out of me. Like I needed to have good grades. That kind of went away in college. I didn't care anymore about grades. I was more focused about having a roof on my head, gas in my car, and money in my pocket. And my dad had warned me early on, like, I don't want you to go get a job and get used to the little money that you're making. I want you to do something with your life. My dad never, and he still is not a believer of like the educational system. He doesn't believe that I have to go to college to be successful. My dad is the type of person that believes you can do a trade, find something you love. As long as you're passionate about it and you're happy, like that is already enough success. It was never something that I even dreamed of. I never really dreamed about going to college. I just knew that I had to, that it was something to do. And early on, I, because I wanted to be a cop, like I just thought like, oh, I'm just going to be a cop. So going to school doesn't really matter until I got disqualified the first time from the police department. And then I really had to sit down, buckle down and rethink my life because here I was 21. I had wasted four years of my life dropping in and out of school and it really hit me that I was like oh my god I'm 21 I'm still working at Starbucks like at what point is my life gonna change like I'm just a barista or ship supervisor like when is it gonna get better for me and I remember as I was you know growing up because I worked at Starbucks for 10 years up until the age of 27 I remember seeing all my friends who I worked with graduate and leave and I always asked myself And ask God, like, when is it my turn? I don't get it. Like, when is success going to happen for me? When is my life going to change? I was in such a really bad place. And recently, like, it depressed me. I mean, I felt like a loser. No offense to anybody that works in retail. But, like, I felt like a loser. I felt like I, I didn't own anything. I saw my friends graduating and buying cars and like saving for houses and like here I was living paycheck to paycheck like renting an apartment always fixing my broken down car and I was just like I was just so tired of the stress recently I was having a conversation with my sister flash forward to now I am 33 years old I have four college degrees I'm a nurse I'm a nurse practitioner like I've done all this stuff right and my little sister My biggest fear for her was I did not want her to go through the same motions and like depression that I did by working retail up until I was like 27 because I felt like, oh my God, like, what am I doing with my life? Like, and I just, I feel like I had this like skewed mentality of what a successful person is. That's why I want you to ask yourself, like, what really defines success? And when I was 27, I was working with 18 year olds and I was like, God, what am I doing with my life? Like, why did I waste so much time? And my fear for my little sister was that she was going to feel the same way. And we had had a conversation because she had told me like she didn't know what she was doing with her life. You know, she graduated esthetician school, didn't really feel like she was going anywhere. And I told her 
take a step back, learn from my mistakes. It doesn't matter at what point in your life you reach what you consider success. Like you already have so much and you compare yourself to others. It is the biggest downfall that you can do. It is the biggest thing that you can hurt yourself and cause depression for no reason. I told my sister to take a step back and look at everything she has already accomplished. At 23 years old, my sister and her fiance, they own their house in Vegas. She's an esthetician. He has a really good job. They both have cars. They both have a roof over their head. They have food on the table, money in their pocket. What more can you want? And I told her, look at me. I'm 33. I have four college degrees. I don't own my home. I rent. So I'm like, you're already winning in that area. Stop comparing yourself to others because happiness is what you make it. That's the part that makes me feel cheated and like feel like I had this skewed notion of what success is. Who cares what my job title is? Who cares how much money I make? Why does it matter whether I work retail or whether I own the company? Like as long as you take pride in what you do, why does it matter? As long as you're happy in your own life, why does the title of something matter? And I feel like that is what America and like this whole idea of the American dream is, is kind of like an old archaic shitty mentality of having because people I can appreciate people who do their job with passion I will never forget one time we went to I think it was Little Caesars and this guy had just started working there and he had cut our cheesy bread and he came running out and was like look I think this is my best cut he was so proud of how he cut that cheesy bread and it was really funny to us because we all thought it was funny like we all laughed but I was like you know what I can respect that kid I understand that kid like I don't care what his job title is he is winning why is he winning because he takes pride in his work and what he does and he does it with passion when I first became a nurse I thought everything in my life was gonna change And it did to an extent. I went from making $25,000 a year to making $84,000 a year. And I busted my ass to get my degree. I worked full-time. I went to school full-time. But the sacrifices that I had to, I guess, sacrifice was time with my family, time with my friends, I had to put that aside for about two to three years and I missed so many birthdays and yeah you can say like oh you know short-term sacrifices for a long term of success yeah that's great but what if somebody very important to you dies within that time and you never get that time back and one thing that really hurt my feelings was that I when I was in nursing school I feel like I lost a lot of my friends and the reason is because they got so used to when they would invite me somewhere I would say no I couldn't because I truly couldn't I was working and going to clinical and going to school and I truly had no time to myself there was one semester in my third semester I'll never forget it I either had clinical work or school every single day for seven days and sometimes I would have both and I did that schedule for three for 
what, four months straight, 15 weeks, whatever a semester is. And it really hurt my feelings when my friends stopped inviting me places. And one of my friends told me, like, the reason why I stopped inviting you is because you always say no. And it really hurt my feelings because I was like, well, but I have a reason. Like, at least invite me and give me the chance to say no. Don't just automatically assume that if I say no, like, I'm not going to come. Like, yeah, most likely I won't. But feeling left out was, like, really, really hurtful. And I remember I had this other friend. um, It was one of their birthdays, and we were going bowling for her birthday. I really did not want to miss out. Like, I truly missed my friends, and it's depressing being lonely. And all you do is work, 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 work. Like, I was so tired of just, like, working and working so much and just studying and not seeing my friends. So I made a compromise. I went bowling, but I brought my iPad so that I could study in between my throws. And I remember we had this friend that um, was kind of new to our group. And she remember her telling and asking my friend, like, why is she here if she's going to be on her iPad? And I was happy to hear that my friend backed me up and said, well, if she couldn't be here with her iPad, then she couldn't be here at all because she's in nursing school and she really, really needs to study. But this is the only way she's going to be able to study and still hang out with us. And I was like, oh, finally, thank you. Somebody who understands my situation. I remember during school, I used to always go on social media and just be heartbroken when I would see my friends or family members post their pictures of their birthday parties. And I'm like, damn, this is another one that I missed again. Like how much longer and how many more birthdays or holidays am I going to miss in order to reach this level of success? So I want you to ask yourself, How much sacrifice is too much sacrifice? And with that in mind, what do you consider laziness versus having higher standards? And the reason why I ask this question is because I feel like the pandemic changed things. Some people, I always thought I had to work multiple jobs, be in school, do all these things, be, basically be the most productive person I could be because I was basically working so hard to the point where I felt like I was killing myself trying to reach this level of success. But after COVID and everything getting shut down and now you hear the stories of like, oh my God, people just don't want to work. No, I truly believe that people have set higher standards for themselves. I don't think people are lazy. I think it's time that we stop making excuses for these really big corporations. There's always an argument of minimum wage. I remember people arguing when minimum wage was going to go to $15 an hour. And people always argue, well, if that's the case, then employers are just going to raise the prices of the items. Why? Why is that acceptable? Why do we accept this? Don't quote me. I mean, I don't know this 100%, but I heard a rumor when I was working at Starbucks that for like a venti coffee, it only costs Starbucks like 10 cents. I don't know how true that is, but that's what I heard. That's a rumor. It could be a lie, but that just goes to show like, wow. They're making, what, 
$2.15 off of venti coffee. I don't know what it is anymore because I don't work there anymore and I don't buy the coffee. Um, but okay, like a matcha latte, that's what I buy. If I'm paying like $5.45 for an iced venti matcha latte and it really only costs them 10 cents, that is a lot of money. That is a huge markup. Are you seriously going to sit here and argue that these companies can't pay a living wage? Like, that annoys me. That annoys me so much that instead of realizing that these corporations are very greedy, who needs that much money to survive? Personally, and I don't know if it's just the type of person I am, but I could not be happy being the CEO of Amazon or whatever, knowing I have billions and billions and billions of dollars that's so much money that I'm not going to take with me when I die. Yet, my employees can't even afford rent. My employees have to pick up extra shifts. Like, I don't, that doesn't sit well with me. I feel like if I were the owner of a really big corporation, it's like, if I win, we all win. Like, there is no reason one person, in my opinion, should make that much amount of money when everybody below them makes nothing compared to them. Going back to college, when I first became a nurse, um, or before I even went to nursing school, I graduated with an associate's degree and I had a 2.9 GPA. 2.9. Those were the consequences of me dropping out of school and going back and like trying to find my footing in life. So I barely got the grades to go into nursing school. And I was successful. I graduated with honors. I never wanted a bachelor's degree because, like I said, I never cared to go to college. Like, it wasn't a dream of mine. But in order for me to stay competitive in my nursing field, a lot of these hospitals were claiming that they were going to go magnet. And supposedly the state of California was going to make the BSN, like, the basic entry-level nursing um, position. So, of course, I went back because I wanted to stay relevant. I wanted to stay marketable. I was miserable getting my bachelor's because I felt that everything, the last six months of nursing school was everything that I learned in my 15 months in my BSM program. And I just was so depressed. I didn't want it. I didn't care for the degree. I was literally struggling and killing myself working full-time as a nurse and going online and doing this bachelor's program for a, a degree I didn't even care for. And I was like, that's it. I'm done. But I kept getting good grades. And then I went to my master's program and I became a nurse practitioner and I got good grades then. And then I had to sit there and really have a conversation with myself and realize that I am a smart person and I don't like cocky people, but I feel like nursing is the only thing that I am very, very confident in and my skill level and my skill set. And I remember always doubting myself and never thinking I was smart. I just had to get good grades because it was a method of my survival for so long. And as a kid, I had to get good grades because I didn't want my mom to hit me. As an adult, I had to get good grades because good grades meant that I was going to get a good degree that would assure me financial stability. And if I didn't, I'd be homeless again. So that was my method of survival. I never stopped to think like, wow, look at everything I accomplished. Like, I did good. I am smart. I couldn't admit it to myself because I was so focused on just getting there. And for what? Who do I have to prove it to? Nobody. 
This is never something I even imagined for myself. It's nothing that I ever wanted. So now I want to talk to you about financial stability. I went, like I said, from making $25,000 a year to $85,000. That was more money than I could ever dream of. And once I started making the money and realizing that I could basically afford anything I ever wanted at this time. I mean, I'm not talking about I'm on a luxury jet or like going out of the country and traveling all the time. I'm just saying to me, having enough money to pay my bills, eat food, have a roof over my head and not have to worry about my next paycheck. To me, that is like the most ultimate financial success is just not having to worry. But I realized it didn't make me happier at all. People strive so much to make as much money as they can, but it doesn't buy you happiness. It just made me sad that, yeah, I have money in my pocket, but I don't see my family. I don't see my friends. Holidays are spent at work. Like, is this life? Is this what life is supposed to be? Is money truly worth the time spent to get there? I know people so many people who work so so hard have one particular friend um, that I dated briefly who is like an Eminem consultant CPA in finance this man worked literally 24 7 when we were dating I barely saw him he was always out of the country and he always used to tell me like I have goals in mind I really 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 want to become a partner one day And I was like, yeah, that's great. That's awesome. But at what expense? Like, you don't have time to yourself. You have all this money in your bank account, but you can't even spend it or enjoy life because you were such a slave to your job. And as much as I love my job, I love being a nurse, I never pick up extra shifts. And the reason for it is because I believe in a work-life balance. And working 36 hours straight in three days is is rough on your body. I believe that if I were to pick up shifts, I would burn myself out. And then the job that I love so much, I wouldn't feel the same towards it because I would be burnt out. And I'm sorry, but I want a happy nurse. I want a nurse who is kind and caring. I don't want a grumpy, burnt out nurse who's just here for a paycheck. So I don't pick up extra shifts. I have worked so hard to get to where I'm at in life. And I've always worked the two jobs. I've always had multiple things on my plate, whether it was going to school and working full time or having two jobs. And I just don't find that worth it anymore. I don't find money more important than my sanity, my health, or the time with my friends and family. Now that I am basically where I want to be in life, I still look back and I'm like, what's next? What do you do when you get there? And that's exactly what I want you to ask yourself if you are in that position. If you are working so hard and stressing so hard to get to a point in your life where you think you're not going to be stressed anymore, it doesn't happen. There's always going to be new goals. There's always going to be new challenges. I literally 
sit here and feel guilty sometimes about like not being in school. I'm like, what do I do with my life now? What do I do with all this time? Like, what is next? I think that getting here made me so addicted to success that I'm, I can't chill. I'm always like, what is next in life? What is the bigger picture? And one, I'm, I have a list of like dreams that I have on my phone. And the list just keeps getting longer. (laughs) The list I thought was going to get shorter once I finished school. And it just keeps getting longer and longer. And I just see more inspiring things. Like when I watched the documentary 13 Lives, I was like, I want to do that. I want to go to third world countries and help do nursing stuff. Like I want to go help and give medical treatment in different third world countries. But then I'm like... When I come back, am I going to have the same feelings toward the American people who basically have everything? And once I go to these third world countries and I see people who have nothing and they're so appreciative and thankful, am I going to come back to my country and feel different about it? That is honestly my biggest fear about going to another country and helping out in the medical field. One question I really want you to sit there and ask yourself is, what is success? You don't have to have a fancy car. You don't have to have the nicest house. You don't have to have a family, a college degree. Your life will be as perfect as you literally make it. I sit there every time I'm going through something so miserable and I'm just like, ugh, I hate this stress. Like, I just want it to be over. And I literally sit and think like, okay, I have a husband who loves me, five animals who adore me, a loving family, a roof over my head, and food on the table. What more could I want? Like, there's always going to be life challenges. Rich people have their own problems, same as the homeless. Everybody has their own set of problems. I think the goal in life is to just be happy at where you are and knowing that you will eventually achieve your goals. And getting there might be hard and difficult, and you should give it your all to get there. But I don't want you to stress like I did. I don't want you to feel like a loser like I did. Because now looking back at it, I'm like, why does a job title dictate how people treat each other? Like when you ask somebody, oh, where do you work? And they, I don't know, say some drive through some restaurant. You're like, oh. But it's like, oh, I own the restaurant. And you're like, oh. You know, like why do we do that to each other? Why do we belittle certain job titles? During one of my rotations as a nurse practitioner student, I noticed how differently people treated me when I was just wearing my scrubs burst the way people treated me when I was wearing my white coat and I found it baffling like it literally says student on my white coat but the way people stepped aside respected me opened doors for me was so much different than when I just walked next to them wearing scrubs and that always blew my mind like I seriously don't understand why certain things impress people versus others. It just makes no sense.
Moral of the story is stop stressing, stop comparing yourself to others, stop being angry that you're not where you are or want to be in life. Like your time will come. I truly believe that when people say God doesn't give you anything that you can't handle, like I truly believe that. Even though there are days like literally this past week, I was so stressed with drama that I'm having at work. And then back to back to back, three very close friends of mine were hospitalized. And I was like, Jesus, like, when does this end? Like, I don't understand. There's always going to be things in life that are being thrown at you. And I think success is one of those things that I think we judge ourselves harshly on and we compare ourselves to others and we just want to be there already and some of us don't want to work to be there already but I think timing is everything and I think that everything in life literally falls into place when it's supposed to but really think to yourself and ask yourself what do you consider successful is that having a family is that having a family without stability Is that having financial stability, but never seeing your family or friends? Like literally sit there and think of what you consider success and then ask yourself, what is, am I going to lose or what am I going to sacrifice to get there? And will the sacrifice be better than the price? Sorry, what I meant was, is the sacrifice going to be worth the prize. But anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week and thank you for listening. Please don't forget to hit that five-star rating, leave a review, share the podcast episode, and I'll see you guys next week and I hope to make you smile.